breeze. Oh, Welcome to the breeze. Welcome back. We're back and we're better than ever. Which we said many times. Yeah. That was quick. And it's always better. You might be thinking to yourself, who the heck did I just hear speak? Yes. Yeah. I know what Josh sounds like and I know what Matt sounds like. You've got your Josh. You've got your Matt. But what do we have here to my left, Matt's right? Me. Brooks Tompkins. Brooks Tompkins, ladies and gentlemen. That's my name. We've got Brooks Tompkins with us. Um, yeah. Why? Well, it's a good question. Um, I don't know the answer. Yeah, I don't really know either, but... I'm not, not to say that I'm not happy that he's with us. All I know is that you guys said 3, 2, 1, and then there was a mic in front of me, and you guys were talking about the breeze. The breeze, sneak attack. Yeah. Why are you here? So I'm, I'm here uh, because I want to be a part of, of the breeze, and I would love to try out for that, <laughs> that right. spot. I know Brooks's that there out. was an opening I found on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. um, third opening on, on the breeze. The breeze. The breeze. Uh, and it was a yeah, DA, and I was like, what? I, I would love to be a part you of this. You thought it was Fabreeze, didn't you? You wanted mm-hmm. a job at Fabreeze. Yeah, I mean, definitely, like, as a writer, Fabreeze is just easy to sell. You know, it is, and so that would make my job something easy. smells bad. You want it to smell better. Febreze. Easy case closed. Febreze. <laughs> Actually, basically, for the listeners at home, Brooks is was a roommate of Josh and I's. Now I've moved out. Then Josh and Brooks were BFFs and roommates. Um, and for yeah, don't interrupt me. Okay, I'm sorry. Right. You're, he's, you're still learning. You're, you're still learning. You're good there. So far, so I bad. love podcasts. <laughs> Josh, you know what we forgot? We forgot our clipboards to grade Brooks on every joke. Oh, you're right. So we'll just have to keep a mental tally. Definitely don't have clipboards. Maybe we can hold up fingers to one another and just kind of be like, this was a two joke. Mm -hmm. And five will be the best. How many fingers? Okay, okay. One two. Yeah, out of five. Okay. Out of five. It's like Netflix stars. That's really rough. Or we could even Mm -hmm. just do a thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah. No, no, that's 50-50. That's out. That's out of one. You want to go? Yeah. I want out of five. Uh, preferably, I would love out of ten. Maybe out of twenty. Maybe maybe twenty toes and, and you know ten or toes. Out ten of ten with decimals. Up. Oh, we could do decimals. Yeah, but I definitely I don't want to. I don't want a thumbs up, thumbs up because that's like pass or fail. I would rather mm-hmm. want. Yeah, but it, well, that's what you signed up. That's what you signed up yeah, for. This so. is this is the equivalent of the gladiatorial ring, and we are both Caesar. Me and Josh. And Both. so we get to decide at the end of the day whether you're a thumbs up and you're going to die or you're, or a thumbs up, you're going to live, thumbs down, you're going to die. No matter what, I'm going to die. Bingo. That's what we didn't tell you is that every guest <laughs> we've ever had on The Breeze uh, will Has die. Has never come back. We'll die yeah. at some point. <laughs> well, so we're going to do the thumbs up and thumbs down. Yeah, we'll probably Lucky do that. Gladiator. Oh, you know what? I just remembered. Do you know that actually in real life Rome, they didn't do a thumbs up and thumbs down? They did a thumbs out. Sideways, right? Yeah, they did it sideways. And if the thumb was out, that means you got to keep your head. And if the thumb was inside the fist, you got to, you, you had the privilege of losing it. Yeah. Losing your head. I kind of like that. So that's a fun little fact is Gladiator, the movie, kind of changed that up didn't and make it more American. did Joaquin Phoenix do the thumb down Yeah, he thing? did thumbs up, thumbs down, for sure. Yeah. They really didn't read into it. It's a little that. more dramatic because I think like... Kind of fidgeting your thumb between in and out isn't as like interesting as like wavering like between up and down. Well, Immature and also, into window. I would, yeah. I would immediately start thinking that he's a magician. I'd be like, how did that guy lose his thumb? <laughs> Bring in the other hand. There it is. Uh oh. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. You know, nobody can see what you just did. That means you need to reattach yeah. somebody else's head onto the body. <laughs> that brings us up. Yeah, for the listeners at home, uh, Brooks just did that granddad joke where you hold one thumb in between two fingers and you connect it to your fist, and it looks like you've, you, you're wiggling. You can take your thumb off. I, everybody's seen that. That's right? where that yeah, joke that's like, originated. I, it's in a Martin Scorsese film mm-hmm. somewhere. Is it really? I'm sure. Okay. What's not in a Martin Scorsese film these days? Uh, this podcast. That's for sure. For now. For now. Big news, everybody. (laughs) On to happy news. We're in a podcast. Or, you knew that. We're in a movie. Our podcast is in a movie. All right. But yeah, let's let's get on to... Let's let's get rolling. Let's get to the news. Welcome to your annual episode of The Breeze. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Josh. This is Matt. This is Matt. And... I'm Cletus. Special Brook... Special Brooks. Special Brooks. Special Brooks guest. (laughs) Tompkins. (laughs) 
Oh, that's classic. All right. That was my nickname in kindergarten. It was Guest. <laughs> you didn't have a nickname in kindergarten, man. I've oh. never had a nickname in kindergarten. That's why I always say that that was my nickname in kindergarten. And it's always funny. Yeah. Last nice. time, last time it was Last Chance Mexican, which I don't know <laughs> who said that, but I, and then, then I heard Last Chance Mexican and I was like, oh, that was my nickname in kindergarten. And then Sophie, my wife, was like, what? How? No. And then I was like, Sorry, you weren't Sorry. there. Yeah, and now, now that I think of it, Last Chance Mexican sounds kind of like a, a new Mel Gibson movie. <laughs> Mel that Gibson, a Mexican on the run. Well, he was in Get the Gringo, right? With one Last Chance. Well, it's the like sequel to Get to the Gringo. Yeah. In Get to the Gringo, I'm assuming he was the Gringo. He was. Uh, so. Oh, he kind I was of, thinking of Get Him to the Greek. Uh, same movie. And oh, okay. I think in the sequel, he'll probably have won his kind of... Citizenship. Yeah, I don't even know if it's a citizenship as much as it's just kind of a welcome into the community of Latinos. Mm. But regardless, it's his last chance. They yeah. give him too many opportunities. This is his last chance. This is it, Gibson. Make I it or break it. Mel Gibson has had more last chances than anyone on Earth. <laughs> That's kind of cool, isn't it? Like... It's like a senior accolade. Yeah. (laughs) Most last chances. (laughs) Most last Last chances. Uh, Most likely to succeed. Most last chances. Yeah. Mel Gibson. I like most likely not to fail. I think that's more... Not to succeed. Yeah. Because everyone's going to succeed. Even if they succeed at failing, like, they have an opportunity... Succeed in something. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, everybody, we have tasked Brooks with his first duty as a co-host mm-hmm. to, to see if you can oh. uh, bring up some happy news. And then, oh, so this is, yeah. this is if a you test. guys remember, we had a segment that we called Happy News, Sad News, Weird News, Yep, which is exactly what it sounds like. I didn't like. know I was going first. So I, we're going to do that first or do that now. And we gave Brooks happy news. Yeah, so we'll see what he comes up with. Happy news to Brooks, and then Matt will follow up with sad, sad news. news. Which is really appropriate because Brooks is usually a lot happier than I am. I'm generally a happy guy, and so my news ends up being towards happy news. And mm-hmm. I think that helps what what the Lion King would call the circle of life. Mm-hmm. It's true. And, and for me, I could literally take any news story and, and make it sad. Yeah, you find a way. And Josh is a really weird person. Yeah. So, so should I just, just read this happy anyways? Like, just act like I'm... You just, I won't act. Just I will the facts, happy. man. It is just, just the facts. Let's just hear about it. Just okay. give us the gist. So what's, so what's the news? So this news is about a, uh, a dog who rescues cats, um, which is... Happy. That is a happy thing <laughs> that is going on in this world. Because we, we all know... The division between dogs and cats. But this is a dog who rescues cats. Since the beginning of time, dude. I mean, uh, first thought I had about this article was like, I imagine like a cat, like in a burning building underneath its bed, its Mm -hmm. its hiding place. And then a dog comes in and and the cat's thinking, oh, darn, oh, darn, oh, darn. Like, wow, there's a dog here to then... Chimney up in, in this burning building. This is could it get worse? I'm yeah. about to lose my life, burning to death, and now I'm about a, to lose all my lives. And before that, a dog's gonna rip me limb to limb. But think about, think about. I mean, put yourself as a cat. Mm-hmm. Get get your cat body out because you're about to <laughs> enter it. Cat um, bod. We've talked about cats a lot because literally, I was like, I was just thinking, well, which life? You know, I got nine mm-hmm. of them because I'm a cat now. Which one? And and uh, let's say we're on the last one. They yeah, need rescuing. The, uh, last Might chance. Well be desperate. Cat. A cat on his third life doesn't need rescuing. Last right? chance. Got, they have plenty of opportunities. Okay. Mel, Mel Gibson cat. You know, last chance. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, last uh, chance gato. And then this dog <laughs> comes in and says, "Hey, not today, buddy. You're gonna live another day." And this this uh, cat's very thankful for that. So mm-hmm. our story starts with the the Molly the dog. Um, and Molly is the world's first trained cat detection dog, which I didn't know you could be acclaimed that, but you know. <laughs> oh, you can. That's because it's the first. So you would have known about this. Mo- Molly's job is to rescue missing cats, and they have been looking, you know, to find. I, I don't honestly, I have no idea what what this article is about. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I say I'm reading it right now. Well, you've got a lot of work to do, Brooks. Well, it is happy. It is dogs happy. are out there saving cats. Who knows what this article is about? But the it's boundaries are broken. Right the lines are blurred. Yeah. Long gone are the days where cats could only save themselves. I'm fed up with these with these. Okay. Constructs. The other thing too, as as I'm reading <laughs> this right now, is that this guy this guy has had had this job for 20 years for his business, Pet Detectives. And he finally found a dog that, that <laughs> had done the trick. Must have been a new dog. <laughs> I think this Pet Detectives is like a Playhouse Disney show. I mean, Ace Ventura, I, I like, Pet I like Detectives. this article. I mean, I, I like uh, this paragraph. Paragraph three. I came up with the idea in 2014. I've been doing the job for 20 years in my business, Pet Detectives. Was getting around 30 calls a week about missing cats. When cats go to ground, they go into a comatose-like state, and if they're not found quickly, within a fortnight, they often don't survive after being rescued. Wait a second. How long is a fortnight? Isn't that like two months? Something like Something to do with a baker's dozen. Yeah. Yeah. Fortnite, baker's dozen. Because it takes about two weeks for people to set up a fort. So, and then they're they're there. (laughs) Is that why it's called a fortnight? Yeah. And so they they set up. I mean, it's (laughs) it's a really intricate, intricate fort. And so they... You know, they get this fort, and they're like, man, I don't want to take this down. It took me two weeks to do, so let's sleep tonight. <laughs> and that's the fortnight. Yeah, otherwise, <laughs> they go home. They go home back to their, their you know, AC, refrigerators, all that, and, and they come back to their fort. And within two weeks, typically, it's built, and then that night is when they have their fortnight. Um, yeah, I mean, that date ba- dates back to... The first fort, really, I think. Yeah, the first fort. I believe so. Yeah. yeah. That's, um, that's so insane, though, that, like, I don't know if that, if that, like, fact was supposed to scare us, but, like, if a cat is stuck somewhere for two weeks, like, do they deserve to be saved? You know? Yeah. There's two schools of thought on that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which, which two schools. Please explain uh, the two schools of thought on that. The two schools of thought is where you're at. One of them is where you're at. Is, is uh, No, they don't need to be saved. But the other one is that, yeah, they do. Because <laughs> roughly there's 52 weeks in a year, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Roughly. So, so you got 50 more. To, to spend with your cat. <laughs> and that's just a year. Cats, <laughs> cats live to be nine to sometimes 17, I, I think. I'm yeah. just and that's that just breath. one life. So you multiply that times nine and, nine. and you've got a I lifetime. can't even do that. Yeah, that, I mean, that cat's going to die after you. You never mm-hmm. know. You never know. Okay. Will it remember you? I don't know. I mean, it was a sassy cat, but, yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, I, I I just imagine this like grizzled old cop, you know, and he's mm-hmm. been he's been on the drug beat for years, and he he just gets a bright idea. He's sitting eating his donut in the car one day, and he's just like, "Hey, if these dogs can uh, find drugs, I wonder what else they could find." Maybe cats. And the first thing that came to his mind was cats. Yeah. So like those drug those dogs could be literally finding like Osama bin Laden, but instead he he would <laughs> rather have them finding. Cats. Multiple yeah. cats. Multiple. So that's happy news. Whether or not you think it's happy, it is because it's called happy news. All right, let, let me let me uh let's br- let's bring it down for a take second. a fork in the road from that joy yeah. to to bring us back to real life. Yeah, which is usually okay. sad. So have you guys ever heard of the website Facebook.com? Yes, I do it. So if you're familiar with Facebook, and if you're familiar with the last few years, you'll remember that a few years ago. Mark Zuckerberg, the CEO of Facebook, mm-hmm. decided to make a huge change to how Facebook operated. To the like button. Detrimental. To the like button. Yeah. He decided to add other options instead mm-hmm. of just like. Yeah. So long gone are the days where you can just like something. If you don't like something, you just ignore it. Yeah. You know, you don't, you don't need to engage with stuff like you don't that. like. I don't like that. Right. So, so what's now, sad about this? So now you've got all these options. You've got sad, you've got angry, you've got surprised, you've got laughing, mm-hmm. you've got a heart for love, and then you've still got the old-fashioned old like. Yep. And I think you have dislike as well. But now they're kind of rethinking it. Hmm. And this is where the sadness comes in. Hmm. Because throughout May and June this year, social media analytics firm Quintly analyzed 105,000 Facebook pages and tracked the use of emoji reactions. The original like button is still the predominant form of expression. Mm-hmm comprising 92% of emoji reactions. 
But that could be based on the interface. You know, like that's, 92%. If you just click the button, that's where you get That's it. the automatic. Right. You have to try to you get the other like ones. Okay. Really you have to like hold it down or yeah, something. Right. You have to really be interested to, yeah. to give something other than Okay, so that one makes sense. That's almost a throwaway. Right, so that's, that's yeah, that's basically a, th- a throwaway. Um, but it's also seeing a gradual decline. Decline, not recline. It's not, it's not laying back. Recline. <laughs> lazy boy. Yeah. <laughs> These stats are just kind of relaxing. Chilling. Um, That'd be cool. A closer look at Facebook's success with emoji, emoji reactions provides a lens into a more grim reality. And this is where we get sad, people. It's a grim Which is reality. also a synonym yeah. for grim. Right. I could I, have said This sad. makes it sad when you yeah. use the word grim. Grim reality. It's not a grim fantasy, people. This it's is not real grim, life. Not grim reaper, grim reality. Mm-hmm. That's a good play on words, for sure. I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a writer. He's a writer. Brooks Tompkins. Uh, <laughs> dot myportfolio.com. The fastest growing reaction was, wait for it, the sad emoji. Oh, wow. Oh, where it's got like the eyes crying. crying it's not, yeah, and it's not. Well, it's got one, yeah. it's one tier. That's the, that's the, it's the oh, one tier. Wow. So it's not like people are losing their, their crap, just, just sobbing. It's the one tier. So the, the, besides just kind of thumbs up liking it, the next best thing or the next most used emoji was sad. sad emoji. That is sad news. Yeah. So people are just here. Here's what kind of by definition. Here's what gets me. If I think if if this had come up as an article on my Facebook, I think I would have given it an angry emoji. And here's why. We could we could look at this two ways. You know, we could we could think of this as like, oh, people are reacting sadly to to neutral things. But you know, mm. you know as well as I that you would never put a sad emoji unless the the thing that was posted on the internet was so sad that you, you couldn't do sadness. any other emoji. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, that speaks to the content being posted, which exactly. it, I think is what is sad about that. People are reacting sadly to enough things for that content itself to be very sad, and that's what's filling up our news feeds, and that's what's filling up our timelines. That's what's filling up our brains, people. So it's filling up it's our it, brains. I like it. I like it. All right? I mean, I think you need a contrast. It's not the dislike button. It's the sad. It's like... You know what? Like, I don't like this. I d- and I don't want this filling my brain. So you're letting them know. Or, but, but that's, just, that's a, the fine line there. You know, it, it's like, this, is, this makes me sad, or do I not like this? Well, I think I think mm. if you I think if you didn't like it, you, there was there's other options, you know. Well, before yeah, because before if you wanted something to be seen or show that you at least viewed it, you hit like. Right. And that doesn't mean that you necessarily enjoyed it. It means that you participated in it. Yeah, because so, I was all the time posting things like, "I'm in a cave of depression. No one's there for me." And people and I, that would get the most likes right. out of anything. And yeah, I, that's and it, weird. And sent me further down into the spiral because I was like, "All my friends love." They're just like, they're just sitting at home getting off on the idea that I'm just like, that I'm in the gutter. So that was sad news. It is quite sad that the sad emoji is used the most on Facebook posts. It was probably me. I think that was all me. I think I was the one. I just, I just put sad for everything. <laughs> for everything. Okay. Yeah, I think it was mostly. I think I skewed the, the metrics a little bit. Cause yeah. To me, I'm me. Still, I still like it. I think that's... That's happy news for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, let's go to weird news. Diversity. Okay, so I've got weird news this week. Um, it's an article from BBC Newsbeat. A BBC across the pond. Across the pond um, about a woman in Columbia, the country. Going back to South the Carolina. Pond. I was about to say, that'd be really weird. It's like British people are like, All right, people, there's a state in. America called South Carolina and no no this is Columbia right this not is, South Carolina no this is, I know this the country is the country the of country Columbia. of Columbia no, so back over the pond to the other <laughs> pond of Columbia we're pond hopping pond hopping so I'm gonna it's, start it's with ocean. start with the headline this is weird news um, women. Woman eats seven thousand pounds life savings to spite cheating husband. Pounds as in currency. Oh, okay. this, is written in, this is written in BBC. This is the 7,000 pound woman. You have to remember, yeah. it's, a, 
it's pound is a is a currency. It's not necessarily a, a metric of weight. Exactly. Uh, the seven thousand pound woman. That was one of the puns I came up with. Was woman gained seven thousand pounds in a matter of minutes, and then for clickbait, <laughs> but money, see how money, she did that. Currency like that. pounds. Currency though. So essentially. Um, a woman in Colombia ate her entire life savings in order to stop her cheating husband from getting his hands on the money. She had found out her husband was cheating on her. He knew she found out, but he said they were getting, they were going to split up, but he wanted half of in, in us dollars is about 9,000. Um, he wanted half of this $9,000 and in order to hide it from him or just spite him, she Ate it, literally ate it. Wait, she so she like she ate the money. She ate the money. The bills in her. She put it into her body. See, once again, I think this is happy news. <laughs> <laughs> so she she went to the hospital um, complaining about abdominal pains, and the doctors at first thought that she was a drug mule, and they opened her up and found just a ton of money, bundles of cash. And um, she, she, that's what she did in order to hide it from him. It says that um, they found extra rolls of money in her intestine, which then it advanced to the colon. Um, she <laughs> ate like rolls. It was, like it was the next grade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she ate rolls of bills. They were not wrapped up for any form of illicit transport. So apparently she did it poorly, as if you could do that yeah. properly. Well, the best way to... To digest bills <laughs> in order to support with... illicit transportation. See, I, don't, I don't know. I would assume that it would it would be like a sushi roll. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Seaweed. That's yeah. What I was gonna say. Yeah. Wrap, wrap it up, and the next thing you know, you've also not only ingested seven thousand pounds, nice. but also some rice and yeah, yeah. That's what at least going to be a lot of it. The British euro. Yeah. It's just a the bunch Phil- of British money <laughs> wrapped up in a. So, Jewish bread. Um, <laughs> she, they, they got the what they could. They got the money out of her, um, and <laughs> they they washed them, and they're in good condition. Some of it, but the rest of the money was lost because of the gastric fluids. Of course. So as yeah, we know that. Um, and then the article ends by saying, following the successful procedure to remove the cash. Sa- Sandra Milena Almeida, no, no, the we woman. Don't, we don't have to say her name here. So yeah. I don't want to shame say, anyone. Yeah. The article ends with Sandra. following. The article ends by saying, following the successful procedure to remove the cash, the woman said she was now saving for a luxury holiday. <laughs> just like I need to. Yeah, you probably need to take a few days off after you've just like eaten your whole life savings. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's that's tough work. I just can't get over the fact that. I mean, she ate it literally. I thought when you said she ate it, I thought you meant like she she just took it as a loss. You know, she just was going to give it to him and be like, "Oh, oh, no, 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 no. that was not a figure of speech." She she ingested nine thousand dollars. Ingested and then subsequently digested quite a bit. Kind of, of what what yeah. point of desperation where was she in when she said, "I can't spend this on anything. I don't have time to bury it somewhere. I've got to eat it." Yeah, like was she literally locked? in that room while her husband was banging on the door. I want half of that money. And she said, no, you're not getting it. Not and just started governor. shoving no, it down the throat. None of us throat. are getting it. No, not nobody. If he can't have it, nobody can. All right. So uh, that was weird news. That's weird news. Josh, thanks. That was very peculiar. Very Quite weird. weird indeed. But happy. I, I actually, I find that very good. I mean, she's about to go on, a, on holiday. So. On a holiday. Yeah. Nice. All right. So now it's the time to show where we would, we would normally... Move to Song of the Week, but in lieu of that, well, actually, we're still going to move to Song of the Week, but before we get to Song of the Week, Brooks has his first idea as a member or, or a co-host of The Breeze, mm-hmm. and it's a really good idea. I'm not, I'm not going to badmouth the idea. It's a great idea. What was it? The idea is to give a fake sponsorship. Uh, because we are not. In case you, in case you missed this, this <laughs> podcast has not reached the level where actual corporations want to give us money to talk about them on the air. Maybe that speaks to our listeners. Yeah, I mean, you guys are. Maybe they. You just, know what? No, I don't. I want to be positive about this. You guys are great. Yeah, they are. Uh, 
And I'm sure at any moment, if we were to recommend something, you guys would straight away just go buy it immediately in droves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So without further ado, let's let's move into how we're paying for this thing. Fake advertisement. So uh, this podcast has been brought to you by Home Depot. Um, so me and my wife, we uh, have gotten into gardening, and we went to Home Depot yesterday. And Saturday at Home Depot is crazy, and we got a lot of plants. And I'll and I'll tell you, it's special. You guys all need to go to Home Depot. Um, if you want to send them a, uh, you know, say that that the breeze has brought you that way um, to to get your Home Depot on. At checkout, say, I'm here because of the breeze. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not Febreze, pronounce the th. And they will th. give you 100% off of, of the cost. And what I mean by off is that it's still exactly the same exact price. Mm-hmm. Um, they just are more, of a, more aware of the breeze um, through that. Wouldn't that be a 0% discount? That would be, well, that's why I say 100% off. I think that would mean you paid zero. He's a writer, well, people. He's a writer. So 100% on. Um, yeah. <laughs> you, you still have to pay 100% of the cost at Home Depot. But what's cool is that you get to, you know, tell Home Depot, which is a national chain, yeah. um, about the breeze. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, we would love, I mean, as for me, you know, as a new member, I would love to hear more well, Home Depot employees here. Potential member. Yeah, well, not potential. so not so fast. Well, slick. through any podcast, I would love for Home <laughs> Depot to to hear um, yeah. about podcasts. Yeah, so next time I don't think they listen to podcasts. It's next time, that. next time you're in Home Depot, make sure to mention at checkout. Um, I was brought here because of the breeze, and when they say "What is that?", tell them about our podcast, and hopefully they'll listen to it. Yeah, I love that so. idea. That's it. Brooks, that was a great idea. Thank yeah. you very much. Thank you, Brooks Tompkins, ep- uh, dot myportfolio.com. This episode brought to you by Home Depot. All right. Without further ado, let's move to Song of the Week, which we do every episode. Mm-hmm. Funnily enough, our episodes come out about once every six months. <laughs> so this is actually <laughs> second song of the year. Yeah. It's second song of the year. To Brooks Tompkins. All right, Brooks. Biannual song. This is a big deal, Brooks. Tell uh, us about it. You you get to pick the song that all that us two, me and Josh, and you actually. So I guess it's three, and then all of our four other listeners are mm-hmm. going to hear. Yeah. So, so there's a total of seven people going to hear this song. So you better make it good. So uh, I didn't know the weight of that, and so I want to change my song. Just kidding. I'm going to do the original song that I chose, <laughs> <laughs> um, which is uh, the story behind the song is that. Uh, me and Soph, my wife, we, we were, we were uh, driving back home, and we put on 101.1, 101.1, I guess that's the yeah. better way to say it, and Hardyville, South Carolina, is a radio station called The Sweat Hotel, um, and that was just <laughs> playing, and they say, you're listening to The Sweat Hotel. The Sweat Hotel, 101.1. The Sweat. I'm much like, I do, I do not want to go to a hotel that's known for its sweat. And so they start with, you're listening to 101.1, The Sweat Hotel. And then they play this song, um, Oh Honey, uh, by Delegation. Do we, do we need to give like a parental warning for this? Dude, this is no, no, that, no. It's, it's it seems not. like it's heading I mean, toward... It, I mean, I know you're newly married the, and there's the a lot of things that you've been <laughs> discovering about yourself. But like I don't, I don't know if this is the right podcast to introduce something like that. You know? No, I mean this song is amazing because I've I've been looking into those kind of love songs. You know what I mean? Like like the ones that you're like, this is a love song about. What do my you mom. mean those kind of love songs? Well, there's those love songs that are like, I love you because you're 25. Like that, not that one. <laughs> Which one is that? <laughs> that, <laughs> not that? Not that one. Not not that. Not that, one. that <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of one song. You know, or like Taylor Swift has like song of like every single year of age that she is, mm-hmm. like 15, okay. 17, 21, yeah. right. Steven. But, so what kind of song is this? This is one of those in between where it's like you could you could listen to this song with your mom, you could listen to this song with with your significant other, you could listen to it with with your cat or What about your uh, podcast co-host? I love listening to the song with you guys. I mean, oh, man. I I mean, as potential 
podcast co-host, like I I enjoy listening to the song with y'all because it it starts out so silky and smooth. I mean, once you listen to it, you'll realize that it's like, wow. Like, sure. Well, well don't tell us too much about how it's going to make us feel. Okay. Let's, let's yeah. let the oh, listeners okay. decide how, how they feel about it, and then you. we'll talk about it. How dare you assume what I'm going to feel? The song, the song kind of fades music. into this, like, oh yeah. Okay. Well, let's just let's give it a listen. Yeah. Yeah. This is "Oh Honey" by Delegation.
The Sweaty Hotel. The Sweat Hotel. It's not sweaty. The Sweaty Hotel. It's like you sweat in that hotel. Like, you go to that hotel and you start to sweat. I don't know if there's a tennis court there or a hot tub. All those things make me sweat. Both of those things make me sweat. <laughs> the Sweaty Hotel. Or if I'm going to wake up and there's a continental breakfast. <laughs> that is it 9 a.m. yet? <laughs> the juices start to flow. Where's that orange juice? The continental breakfast is probably the best part of any hotel ever. Yeah. And I so, like that. And it all tastes the same. We'll they talk really about do. continental breakfast yeah. later. <laughs> let's let's put a bookmark on the continental yeah. breakfast. <laughs> That's let's, a whole other podcast. Let's uh, talk about the, ho- the, not the sweat hotel. Let's talk oh, about honey. the song of the week. Yeah. Oh, honey by delegation. Yeah. Yeah. It was sultry. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so you guys were just cruising down South Carolina and you heard that song. Well, no, we were cruising back home and luckily Hardyville is right there on, on the edge of South Carolina and Savannah. So if you're in Savannah, check in on 101.1 Sweat Hotel and you will find just some gems in there. And and we were we were playing that and we were like I think we're planning on going home and listen uh, or watching uh, Big Little Lies, mm-hmm. Reese Witherspoon, the not uh, Naomi Watts or Nicole Kidman or something like that, and and uh, <laughs> well, we great great the- cast. Big Little yeah. Lies has a great cast. And, we don't have the internet. We can just look it up. And so, I I listened to that and I was like, I need to. Fi- I shazammed it. I don't Shazam a lot. I love the Shazam. You Shazammed it. Yeah, I Shazam and and it said, oh, honey, delegation. I said, saved. You know? Yeah. And and next thing you know, it's on, I find it on Spotify and it it over encumbers my whole life. I mean. It's a great song. I play it all the time and uh, Sophie threw it on. And that's the thing is I've listened to that song many times, but she played it and I was like, what song is this? Sure enough, it was Oh Honey by Delegation. Mm-hmm. Big Little Lies. Seriously, yeah. watch that show. It, actually, the playlist on that show is is by by far the best. There's a girl named Chloe who's like an eight-year-old, like first grader. And there's a playlist on Spotify that you can follow based off of the songs that she she plays in... In Big the show, lies. yeah, in the show. So right before dinner or something, you know, she's playing music, mm-hmm. and then Reese Witherspoon will be like, "Hey, you know, turn that down," and it's like an amazing song. And mm-hmm. you can find all those songs in Big Little Lies, and they're all incredible songs. I'm cool. gonna shoot you straight. That doesn't sound like a very fascinating TV show if the majority of the plot kind of <laughs> just centers around a playlist, a playlist. No, and, and just like what people do before dinner. That that, <laughs> that is. I'm just saying we have a well-developed world here that we that we can get into, mm-hmm. and and so to the point where you can find a playlist on Spotify that is from a first grader of a fictional TV show. The Big Little Lies, quite well. The last episode, and and I'll reference. I mean, like it's like it's the Spoiler last alert. episode where where you there's this moment that you know from the first exact scene that that something happens. And, and then on the last episode, that event finally happens, and I've never been more on the edge of my seat. I nearly, I was about to pee my pants. I mean, I, but I didn't. I'm not going to, because I'm a grown man. I'm so not going to pee my pants. I want to reference something that you just said moments ago. You said, it's such a well-developed world, and then you referenced Spotify. <laughs> and so what I want to know is if, if the well-developed world was the world of Big Little Lies or if it was the world that we are now currently living in? No, no, no. It's, it's the world of Big Little Lies that extends from there. You're saying because it's the breaking of the fourth wall. A fictional character listens to music and you in real life can actually access that. I just that. want to make sure that you I can understand, Brooks, that I can live it. Spotify is real and it happens in the <laughs> real world. And Big Little Lies is fake. Actually, that girl, I don't even think, uses Spotify. She probably uses some obscure, you know, music choice, like iTunes or something. I, I, I don't know. So this, this song uh, was on the playlist. Um, actually, Oh Honey Delegation by Delegation is not on this playlist, but I wanted to throw that in there. Seriously, I... I've never heard of such songs before, but they're really good. And I and I thank Chloe from Big Little Lies, Reese Witherspoon's daughter, for introducing me. So just to, to be these clear, songs. not only did you just thank a fictional character for introducing you to music, but also the song 
eight-year-old that you played for us is not even in the show that you've talked about for ten minutes. No, I no, she's it's not, it's not. But but I, the song itself, it's all in the same. Pretty band. great. <laughs> we were we were sitting here listening to that song, and we were all just kind of like looking at each other with these stank faces. That also they said this is stanky good, and also like this is just really good kind of bobbing our heads looking at each other like whoa you know and if you're listening to this with somebody i'm almost 100 percent positive you made that same face it's silky stank it's silky stank it's sultry stank it's every kind of stank you could ever it's like passing but, gas. but it's the good stank it's like passing gas and silk underwear you know oh yeah it's just smooth but stanky smooth and stanky that it's a good I song. Tried to I like it. that. That was weird. Yeah. No. Uh, it's very, very good. All right. As you Enjoyable. guys know, after Song of the Week, every single podcast, what happens next is story time. Story time. So we're going to leave this up to Brooks, but but there are some stories I'm sure he could tell mm-hmm. that we could... Always a story to tell. Collective, that we could collectively tell as a group. Uh, but I also want to get him, give him the option, because he is a writer, to... Read us one of his short stories. So, Brooks, this is the moment of truth. Wow. Would you prefer for us to all kind of collectively tell a story, or would you prefer to read a short story of your own? I decided to go with short story. Short story. we have plenty of stories together, and I figured, you know, as a potential, remember, why, why not bring something that, that I've thought through? Mm-hmm. And this is more of a tryout. For y'all, yeah, you know, right. and not a lot of people have heard this. Let's see yeah. your stuff. So, th- yeah, I went with a short story called "Why I Love Pratt Brothers." The kind of backstory behind that is that I I grew up with a lot of uh, friends that wanted to be in a fraternity uh, for God knows why, and um, and I and I've been <laughs> to frat parties and stuff, and it's great. You for know, God knows I think why. it's it's a time and place kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay. I've also seen some ousted out because I have like rolled up jeans and different things like that. Right. Um, so th- this is on my website, uh, brookstompkins.com or what I've been sublimely telling y'all is brookstompkins.myportfolio.com and mm-hmm. you can find why I love fat, frat brothers, yeah. fat, fat brothers, <laughs> fat, frat bros, fat, fat bros. Um, so this is an open letter to fraternity brothers and why I love them. Do you have a disclaimer? Uh, it's satirical. About the words? I think what Josh is getting at is because we did kind of pre-screen the story, people. Yeah. Oh, and as you know, to... Josh and I like to keep it PG. Keep it clean. PG-13. Keep it clean-ish. So, so I originally wrote this content with, with curse words in there. Swear so words, instead, curse words. Um, I'm going to use stink, stank, and stunk. Stinker. Stinker. If it if it has stink in it, it probably it probably has a cuss word in it. Yeah. You get it, people. He just this is actually a really, trying to clean it up. This is a really friendly thing for him to do for me because I would have had to go in and bleep all of his foul, disgusting language. Mm-hmm. And so this is really I'm I'm really thankful that he's doing this. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean I I just wrote that naturally because that's I wanted to be true to the character. Yeah. True to the yeah. character. So. Um, so yeah, this is Good why I love frat brothers. <clears throat> I love you, frat brothers, no doubt. You are why I go downtown. I go to see you. I watch you. Analyze you. I'm the guy with those other guys playing that rollerball golf arcade game Golden Tee near the subwoofer. How do you do it, frat brothers? How are you so cool and mysterious yet drink the Miller Lite? I wish I could do that, but I can't. I've tried to drink the Miller Lite. I've tried to go to the Rascal Flats concert. I've tried to chat with the chicks, but they know me. They see right through me. They know I'm that guy who plays Golden Tea. I know frat brothers. I almost was one. I can't really shotgun a beer, but I have done really mean pranks when someone was pooping. I'm not as cool as I was in high school, but I put my arm around a bro one time while laughing and acted like I was giving them a noogie, which is something I know you guys do all the time. I can hang and watch football games and yell explicits, and I don't even care if it's out of TV screen. Three exclamation points. 
<laughs> but I just can't do it like you guys can. I love you, frat brothers, because you know you look good. With your duck boots, duck jackets, and duck faces, you can do whatever you want. You can go mudding. You can go run through mud. You can throw mud at a duck. You can throw chicks over your shoulder and say things like Heisman or Got Me One or Dang, Kimmy, how much, have, how much cake have you eaten today? You can do so many things with mud and chicks, yet you still have your stink on lock. <laughs> That's another thing. You brothers can even cuss well, but I can't. The chicks know I can't cuss because the chicks know I play golden to you. I love you because you know friendship. You know love is your bros. You guys do everything together. You guys are the best dang friends I've ever paid for, one says to his brother. Ha, 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 stink, another says. Ha, 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 yeah, stank, another says. Ha, 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 shut up and watch the game. It's the fourth quarter. Ha, ha, just kidding. I love you guys, another says. (laughs) But as for me, I love you guys because you guys are real. You guys know things like swag and being the man because you are them. You guys wear backwards hat and sunglasses at the same time. I've never been the man, and I've never experienced the swag, but you guys have. You guys do keg stands for charity. I play golden tea at a bar. I go to a bar, and all I do is play golden tea. You guys play beer pong and flip cup and chug-a-lug and draw wieners on each other's faces, but you don't care because your dad is a lawyer, and you will probably land a very easy and well-paying job. I wish my dad was a lawyer, then I could be a frat brother. But my dad is the senior director of operations of the Southeast Division at Buffalo Wild Wings. And even if he was a lawyer, I know I wouldn't be as good of a son to him as you guys are. (laughs) I love you guys because I feel like you hate me, but that's okay. One time you brothers were having a conversation with a chick, and when you asked her what sorority she was in, I came out from hiding and answered before she could and told you I wasn't in a sorority, which wasn't funny. I know that now. But all I really wanted to do was play pool with y'all, but then you left, which then led me to play golden tea by myself. But that's okay. I chose to do that, and you guys chose to be a bad bottom. You wrote a curse word. It was. It's like kind of a curse word. It's kind of like donkey, but okay. You know, I think we can put together the pieces on that one. Yeah, continue, please. I will always stand up for you, frat brothers. I know what they say about you. They say that all you do is party, but you guys are just trying to make it one day at a time. You live on the edge, and you like the challenge of taking a test while being hungover. I wish I could do that, but I can't. I can't down as many brewskis as you, bros. I know I could never be a frat brother. I wouldn't even make it past day one because the only Ralph Lauren polo clothing item I own were shorts I bought at Steinmart. I can't be you. I like Disney movies, and I haven't even punched someone in the face or pointed at a girl and said, dibs. But that is because... (laughs) (laughs) But that is what makes you untouchable, frat brothers. Stay chugging. One love, Brooks. That's my open letter to frat brothers. Round of applause. Well written. Wow. I think my favorite part was three exclamation points. That's grammatical. Brooks, you've got a gift. No. Let us know what you think about Brooks' short story, story, Why I Love Frat Brothers, written by Brooks Tompkins. How did you, how did you, uh, I actually, so you're one of my best friends, and I've never asked you this, but like, why is writing so important to you? I think writing is important. For many things, Matthew. Is writing important? I mean, maybe that's Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I, I think writing is important to me because you, for instance, I can say something to your face, right? You are right now. Let, let, yeah. Let, let's, say, <laughs> let's say you're in a fraternity, okay? I am right now. You're, you're a frat brother. <laughs> and I'm not. And there are certain things in that article right there that I couldn't say to you that I could only get out when I'm by myself writing and I get to channel that. I think writing is important for everyone um, and to work on your writing and, and to, to really say, this is what I want to say. The funny thing is, is you say, this is what I want to say, but you can't actually say those things 
to those people in public or, mm. or you know, and sometimes not even, it doesn't even have to do that. That's with frat brothers. Yeah, so what was, what was the thing that, and I mean, if you would be so bold and so brave as to explain kind of the message behind that piece, but like what was the thing that you wanted to say? That's my biggest challenge in writing is what I'm, what I'm trying to say. I just kind of just jut it out, and then that's what I'm trying to say. But I think I think there, I I grew up with a lot of frat brothers, and 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 they made fun of me for a while because I I literally I rolled up my my jeans. I remember one time they they said you're an idiot because you roll up your jeans, and and I said, well, guess what? There's a lot more valuable things than whether or not my jeans are rolled up. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, you can good hide. for you. You can hide uh, money and and uh, like candy in your rolled up jeans. I don't even think they think about those things of why I do it. Not Mostly because I, I know my ankles look good, and so I roll up my. You've jeans always because, been confident about your ankles. Yeah, my ankles have been. If there's my, one thing I know about you. My driving factor of of my physical presence has been my ankles, and so that's why I, I roll up my jeans. But. I think there's a lot behind a, a fraternity brother that I wanted to kind of poke at. Um, at the same time, I wanted people to respect frat brothers for what they're trying to go for. You know, I didn't. I didn't go for like the very aggressive things about frat brothers and the stereotypes. But but most of the time, it was kind of like this back and forth, this ping pong tournament of this is something going on with you and then this is something going on with me and and the insecurities of that. And so I like playing more of that. I think I think it's more innocent and fun. And I I like writing because I get to be funny and I get to to also what Mark Twain would call the common man's tongue down. It's to relatable. Earth. And yeah. I I found that in my writing it in, your, in, in my in own writing, writing when I what, have to write what things, have you ever written essays, like a grocery list? I don't know. <laughs> I was actually looking at my course grades over the past few years in college recently, and the best grades I've gotten are in English. Okay. They're not great grades, but they're okay, the best okay. I've received. Not saying that I write well. I'm just saying that I do. I do write. I guess is what you I'm get, saying. You but get where Brooks is coming from. Yeah, and so I guess my question is because I found this to be true with my own writing. Um, do you find that when you actually you have a concept, you think about it, you plan it, and you start writing it out, for me, that gives me time to actually process those thoughts? I think, I think what's really cool, and, and thank you for saying that, Josh, my friend. <laughs> um, thank you for sharing, Joshua. Um, I, uh, I think what's really cool is to find a topic you want to talk about. So that started out with why I like Savannah downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and kind of that observatory, like the the subwoofer playing Golden Teen right. subwoofer right. is literally at Setting Social type. Club. Yep. I and, exactly. and when I'm at Social Club, I enjoy looking at the frat bros that you know they're wearing their duck boots, duck jackets, and duck faces. Some and people call it the Brochel Club. The Brochel Club. Yeah. So yeah. so I'm playing Golden Tee. You know, I'm getting. Eagles, birdies, whatever. No one cares about that. Mm-mm. Everyone, no matter who you are, is looking at that dude who's like literally on the cusp of either like getting this chick, or 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 he's about to get in a fight to then get a chick. There's only yeah. two possibilities. There's only two. You look at a frat brother. Okay, he's about to go home with that girl, or he's getting in a fight. I don't know, but it's one of the two. Those are the only options. Yeah, and so I I love that moment in time, and so I kind of wrote from that perspective. So so it changed from Savannah downtown to frat brothers because I was like, let's be more specific. I think mm-hmm. writing is very important when you get into specificities. You know, you you get into what am I trying to say? And this was extremely humorous and. If you do say so. Yourself. No, I'm not. Well, okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> you mean this like, piece was very, very like, funny. It you, wasn't. I wasn't trying to be serious right. and you well written. You, yeah, like you weren't taking it serious. Okay, I, I so know I have, what you mean. Made we, to be humorous. I think we need to close up here in a second. Yeah, yeah. We're getting get to that time. Yeah, I, I gotta. Have, I gotta buy a hat. I have one more question for you. <laughs> um, and I, I literally, this is another thing. I've known you for years. Yeah, and I've never asked you this, but for you. 
when you are writing a story like this, um, like where does it start? Is it is the original idea like a joke or or something that's funny or or maybe it's um... it, for me? Yeah, I think there is a normal, but but I think. There's, there's a lot of writers where they start writing the first day that they think of a concept. Um, for me, I think 90% of my writing doesn't even land the paper. Before I, I even start writing physically, I think up the idea. I start thinking, okay, what, what am I trying to say with this? And I just start bouncing around ideas because that's what I enjoy. I love hanging out with y'all and to just say weird, oddball stuff and then put it on paper as an accumulation of, of kind of the, the funness of what, uh, the, the core of what we've been talking about. And so that, to me, is, is how I like to write. I know a lot of writers that um, they say, oh, I know what I want to write about. They start writing about it, and then they spend a couple days stewing over it, reviewing it, and then that's when their final product comes out. A lot of times my final product is like one to three drafts yeah. when there's some writers that are five to 12 drafts of, of what they had originally written. Um, and yeah, I, I just really enjoy, I really enjoy finding the, what I like to say before I even write. Awesome. All right. So I guess with that said, what we need to do is close it up yeah. before we finish with our signature cl- sign off. Our signature sign-off that Brooks may or may not be able to help us with. We'll see you in a second. I won't. Um, before we do that, what we need to say is, hey, guys, we have social media. We have a Twitter. We do. No, we don't have a Twitter. We have an we Instagram. Don't. We do. <laughs> <laughs> we have an Instagram. We have a Facebook. Please, please, please follow us. And here's why. Basically, you know, you know us, guys. Um, right now, this may not be something that your average Joe who doesn't know me and Josh would want to necessarily support. But for you people who know Josh and I and Brooks and who know what we're about and and why we want this thing to be a bright spot in your day and we want to be able to do this every week and we want to be able to bring you guys a moment of joy and frivolity and... Kind of just a moment to not necessarily get away or escape from anything, but a moment to just be and just relax and listen to a conversation and feel part of something and laugh and be concerned about things or be happy or sad about things. Um, we really want this to be shooting the breeze, just talking, just hang. I, we want to hang out with you guys by creating this um, and give you a chance during your days to just hang out with us. That's what we're excited about. Could not have said it better myself, Josh. And with that said, if you believe in that, Give us a shout out on Facebook or Instagram. Please, please do comment, like, share. And all we've, that. we've had a, we've had a little bit of a sad, sad emoji. Sad emoji give is us a sad emoji on Facebook. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we had an idea. So we've had a lot of uh, a puns in in our past episodes. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of jokes. What we really need you guys to do <laughs> is comment on our iTunes yeah. because what that will do is that'll let other people see that this is a podcast worth listening that to. That people. Are invested in people like and listen to right. So we need you guys to comment Spread on our, the word on the iTunes page. And what we want you guys to do instead of just being like, "Oh yeah, Matt and Josh are so cool and they're really funny and they like make us laugh and enjoy the moment," well, which is usually do, what you say, right? That's what we normally get from. I've heard that. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, we hear it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. But uh, but what we want you guys to do is we want you to. Give us your best pun or maybe your best funny joke, your corny joke. Maybe relating to the podcast, maybe not, but let's hear some it corny matter, jokes. But let's just what we want you guys to do is be to, creative. to basically spam iTunes podcast reviews and to just kind of like basically overwhelm them with stupid, corny, funny jokes. Oh, yeah. In the hopes that me and Josh and maybe Brooks, seeing us. We'll see. I really do hope, boys. <laughs> uh,. We'll, we'll get back to you. Yeah. Don't, don't call us. We'll call you. Yeah. Um, but any, yeah, thank you guys okay. so much for listening and supporting. Yeah. Um, I mean, if, it's shoot, awesome. if you've made it this far, you're, you're, you're golden in my book. Trooper, for sure. All right, guys. Well, with that being said, enjoy your morning. Enjoy your evening. Enjoy this turn. But wherever you are, enjoy, enjoy your, your moment. moment. Thanks for listening to The Breeze. The breeze. 
shorty bad like Shakira Ooh. I told her look in the mirror yeah. Don't need a license to care nah. I do not let them sit near nah. She got a heart that's so pure yeah. Better hope nothing occur yeah. Better hope nothing occur Nada. Better hope nothing occur mm. Better hope nothing occur nah. Playing the feel like Dominicans Dominican. I was allergic to cinnamons Then I found she was a synonym I love you sweeter than cinnamon Ooh. Walk with the three like Adidas three. My mama said she a keeper I hope that short story, I mean, I, I, I know I went over, but I'm sorry. <laughs>